Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. WQAD Podcast Network. Movers and shakers leading businesses, nonprofits, governments, and schools across the Quad City area, Illinois, and Iowa. How did they get started? What is their story? Their goals? Their advice for the next generation of the girl power movement? And now, here's your host for Wonder Women, News 8's Angie Sharp. Powerful women with powerful positions. This is the Wonder Woman podcast, a show dedicated to showing off the girl bosses in our communities. My guest is Dana Lewis. She's the owner of Shine Yoga and Body Works in Moline, Illinois. Welcome, Dana. Hi, Angie. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being one of our Wonder Women. I'm so excited to chat with you. Even I know it has to be over the phone and not in person, but how are you doing? You know, hanging in. I'm, uh, you know, mom of three boys, so they're, um, you know, contained here at home for the most part. And, uh, you know, one's in first grade, one's in sixth grade, one's in a sophomore in high school. So um, next week we go to e-learning, and I did not sign up to be a homeschool mom, so I'm a little bit <laughs> nervous about all that. Yes, but you are I have so faith. busy. Being <laughs> have a mom faith that I can get through. <laughs> yeah, and also a business owner, which we'll get into in just a moment. But first, we should mention that we are recording this podcast episode in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. We are all doing our part, self-isolating at home. But, Dana, you figured out a way to still bring yoga and all of its benefits to us. How are you doing that? Well, I, you know, when it was first announced with the school, um, you know, when they announced, I think it was on the 13th, kind of go back on my timeline, um, that school is going to be out a week earlier for spring break because of the coronavirus. I, you know, was like, okay, here we go. (laughs) Things are going to start changing. Um, And then by Sunday, I had held classes that weekend, but by Sunday night, I had received a email from Yoga Alliance, and they are um, the ones that hold standards for studios and instructors. And they had sent an email out recommending that we pause all in-person instruction during this time, Um, you know, because we can never be too safe, right? Right. So when I got that, I, um, my heart sank a little bit because I knew what I needed to do. (laughs) Um, And to be honest with you, Angie, it was, what made me sad was not necessarily oh, my business has to close right now, but it was, oh, my gosh, all these people come to us yeah, for the stress relief. Yeah, and how are they going to manage this crazy time that none of us have any guideline to? Yeah, this is the time <laughs> they need know? yoga, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, there's no blueprint of, you know, asking you know, mom, what happened when this happened before? You know, this is so new for everybody. So, um, 
but I knew that I needed to stay connected. Um, so what I did that night is I jumped right on. I created a um, Yoga with Dana at Home Facebook group that anybody mm-hmm. can join and that I've been posting free videos on. So they're live um, Facebook videos from my house, um, you know, from the frat house. So you, <laughs> you might we'll see get a kid that. pop in. Yeah, <laughs> you might see a kid pop in, or a dog, or a cat, or you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but I've, you know, I did classes like that for you know two weeks, and my my littlest one and I did some classes together too for the kids. You know, mm-hmm. to work out wiggles and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, you know, moving forward, I just, I couldn't do, I couldn't provide for everybody. Um, and my team of instructors, my tribe, my shine tribe, they all have their own connections with their students. And right. I knew that they needed, we all needed each other. You know, I need my students as much as they need me. And when we're not teaching and we're not connecting with people, we feel lost too as instructors. Mm-hmm. Right. So I did a um, Zoom meeting with my <laughs> or you know, Facebook Live Zoom meeting with my um, instructors and asked them. It, it was no pressure. I just said, if any of you are comfortable, I would love to offer some, and I'm still trying to figure it out, but if we can <laughs> run it through the studio, um, people can still sign up for classes. We'll send them a link. You know, we'll see how this goes. Uh, I said, this is totally new for me. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so, and Andy was amazing. I mean, we, we basically have a full schedule. You know, it's not just a sprinkle. It is Monday through Sunday. We have free, we have basically the schedule that we've carried. Um, and then a couple new stuff, new classes, because instructors are teaching from home. Um, you know, we're able to get it in. So, and for instance, we have one instructor this morning that came back from maternity leave teaching at 6 a.m. And that's really the only way she would be able to teach right now with a newborn right. baby is from home. So it was so great to be in her class this morning, too. And she was excited. And, you know, <laughs> so um, the very first class that I scheduled was, of course, with me so that I could work out the glitches. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was it a lot of um, hours putting in into the system and making sure we had events for everything and making sure all the schedules vibed and um, you know I was having some of my instructors triple quadruple check my work because I was had a bunch of stuff in front of me going every which way (laughs) Um, so that first class went well and it was just amazing to see once the zoom started and you could see everybody <laughs> see faces i mean we were giddy you know <laughs> i bet it was just like oh my gosh there you are you know and it's such a cool thing that i mean people were kind of talking about their yoga space and showing off where they're doing yoga and introducing their animals and <laughs> i mean it's becoming like a real life yoga experience in their home, and I love that. You know, yeah, it's proving you can do yoga anywhere. That. Yes, and um, you know, we've had requests like, 
I really hope you guys continue to do this, you know, because some people can't always make it. And so it's like if I'm running late from work, I got to go home and I got to change or I got to do dinner. Oh, then I've missed class. Sure. Or I could just get home and log on. So, I mean, wow. already so this could be a whole the, new venture. <laughs> I mean, it it really, we're all excited about it. We really oh, are. And, what a way to um, find the silver lining around <clears throat> something. Yeah, and and we've had students that have been able to um, come in from Colorado and Virginia huh. and, like, throughout the country that have come and take classes with us through Zoom because they're friends with the instructor and they've always wanted to take a class with them, but they don't live here. Right. So it's really, it's really been awesome, you yeah, know. That, I mean, great. even though I want to, you know, I'm – as you know, I'm a hugger, and I am I am missing everybody and missing that connection. But I'm just glad that you know we can connect still in a different yeah. way. So. I miss the neck rub in Shavasana. I miss the neck rub that you would give. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I know. I, I tried to make my husband do it, and it just wasn't the same. <laughs> like you don't know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah, get out of here. Go get some essential oils. Try again. Maybe I'll have to go give a come give him a lesson sometime. Yeah, right. Maybe that'll be the next Zoom class. The husband and neck massages. All right. Well, let's turn our focus away from the coronavirus pandemic and let's just talk about Shine. It's how I met you several years ago. I know. When your studio was in that tiny house and we practiced in a room that could only fit like six yoga mats, and now it's become so much bigger. So, how did you start Shine? So when I first started, I had been teaching in the community um, for almost 10 years at that point before I moved from the studio that I was teaching at, um, and that was, I was teaching at Indigo, and it was just, I was just feeling like I wanted to do more on my own um, Mm -hmm. and have a little bit more control of my life, you know, in certain ways, and so... I was like, well, I can't open a huge place right away because I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> and so um, one of my friends actually, so my original space was in a salon actually. And um, so one of my good friends, she was a hairdresser there. And so the rooms that I took over had not been used for a while. So we cleaned them up and painted and put new floor and made it work. And I was there for nine months and um, to the point where people couldn't, you know, I had to turn people away because I could only fit like eight people. And it was hard to reach the community like I wanted to and have it be so limited. So, mm-hmm. um, so then I took this leap and <laughs> found um the space that we're in, which I was, as soon as I walked in, it was just like, oh, this is it. (laughs) Got that vibe. Yeah, and then when I started walking through, I had always had um, people asking me about um, where where I was teaching before, like, can I bring my kids during class? Is there childcare? And I'm like, no. So in the space that I was, there's this extra room that I was like, we could have a little like babysitting room back here, you know? So 
you know, again, my my friends and instructors and I that kind of put this together um, really wanted it to have a community feel where from babies to seniors, we were helping everybody on their mat and providing that welcoming space for everybody. So, um, yeah, it's it's been quite a journey for sure. Um, I was open for in my new space that I'm in now. We were open for about a year, and then I went through a major injury with my neck, like yeah. you know, and had to have a, a neck surgery. And um, so that whole like year after my surgery was a little crazy, <laughs> <laughs> and um, just trying to figure out life, and um, you know, brought on some help, and that was wonderful and um, partnered with um, the local jazzercise group. Um, Sherry Katula owns Quad Cities Jazzercise and so her and I partnered up and um, so she, you know just kind of helping each other and so that's been nice to have you know the more people another avenue of people that may not have come into the studio yeah offer different services yeah so um you know we've we've in the past so this year will be our sixth year in this space wow i know it's crazy it's crazy um and you know we've kind of gone through the ups and downs and changes of life and now you know here we are with another one so um now, I, as I keep telling her, everybody's like, when's your studio going to open back up? I'm like, well, <laughs> we're live online. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Check us out on Zoom. That's right. <laughs> After you get done with your conference call, take a yoga uh, that's, class. That's right. And it, it's been fun, too, because, like, people are doing yogi, yoga in their pajamas. And, <laughs> I mean, it's just been a hoot to kind of see everybody be real yeah, in their own own space, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the reasons why I love you as an instructor, because you allow us to be just real people. You always, one of my favorite moments when I took one of your first classes was that you told us to remember to smile in our poses, which is something I never, ever did before. I always forget to do that along with breathe. I always forget to right. breathe and always <laughs> remind us to breathe and smile through the poses. Um, I always yeah. thought that that was something really unique about you. Um what 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 is it about your practice that you think is unique compared to other yoga teachers that you've trained with or have learned from? Well, I have so I've been practicing yoga for just a little over twenty years. I started and I fell in love with yoga um at mas- when I was in massage therapy school in Arizona, um in Scottsdale in oh. nineteen ninety eight. That's where I started that. (laughs) Um, And it was my anatomy teacher that was a yogi, and he taught us sun salutations to connect to our anatomy, which as a gymnast, once I was a competitive gymnast growing up, and once I started feeling this movement, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing, you know? And it kind of felt like home to me in certain ways. So they had a 100-hour teacher training program there, which I did go through. And then when I moved back here to the Quad Cities, I took a lot of classes. Larry Langley, who was a beloved um, instructor to many of us that are 
studio owners right now. Mm-hmm. Um, he he was, you know, he was it. He talked. <laughs> he was the dog. Yeah, he kind of was. Um, and um, he taught over at the Davenport School of Yoga, and he was just so genuine and so amazing with. Um, so amazing with showing up for his students and really giving them his all, whether it was one person or a room full. He never made you feel like if it was just you and him, that it wasn't worth his time. Mm, And I have never forgotten that. And (laughs) that is one piece that I kind of see (laughs) in the yoga community sometimes is that everybody's so hyped on numbers. And it's a business, of course, but it's also a practice. It's also a lifestyle. And that connection between teacher and student should be genuine, you know. And Yeah, it's something that you don't really get when you are a member of a gym or doing other yeah. things. But yoga, it really is sacred, isn't it? It is. It is. And so, I, you know, I keep him with me. All the time. Um, oh, that's so you know, cool. He passed away about five years, six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and even even in the um, our yoga space at Shine, he his family gifted me a few of his things, and so mm. he made um, wooden yoga blocks. Like he used to carry oh, around. Oh yeah. Wooden, so it's like so if you pay attention, those wooden yoga blocks mm-hmm. in the studio that are just kind of set around this little pillar. Those are his. Oh, cool. Um, so, yeah, there's a little piece of them in the studio. But um, for me, I always go back to how he made me feel. And that's how I want everybody to feel, you know, oh. is that you matter. And, you know, because I've had students that it's just one person. They're like, are you sure you want to stay? And it's like, absolutely. You're here. You get a free, you know, you get a private lesson. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Absolutely, let's do this. So, mm-hmm. um, so I feel like, and I know there there are many instructors in the area that are like that too. Um, but I also do know that there's instructors that want to pack a class, and yeah. when you have a packed class, you can't really, really connect with everybody. Right, because you know way. everybody's name when they walk in the door. You know their backgrounds. You know their injuries before they even have to tell you their injuries <laughs> and their limits and things like that and where yeah. they can push and where they can't. Yeah, and I feel like that's really important for any instructor, whether you're teaching yoga or Zumba or, you know, any class, is to mm-hmm. know your audience and know your students. Um and one of the things that I've always said to my students, too, because as you know, Angie, I love doing like a vinyasa class, you know, yeah. and um, love that sense of flow. But I try to present it in a way that even a beginner could come in and do it if they wanted to. Maybe right. that time frame is the best time frame for them. So <clears throat> I always make sure that if I have a new student standing in front of me with six other yogis that have been in my classes, I'm really teaching to that beginner and the other students will know what to do. You know, if they want to make their practice harder, they do, but I never want a new student to ever feel like I can't do this. Oh yeah. You never make us feel intimidated or anything like that. 
Yeah, well, I mean, we all have our stuff, and we all got to work around it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that is for sure. That is for sure. So, um, so before you were um, a yoga instructor, you were actually you you were trained as a massage therapist. Yes. Okay. Yes. So yes. you found um, yoga through training to do that. Yes. Um, okay. And it and it's been a way that has been very helpful for my body. Um, you know, because as a therapist, your body goes through a lot as well to take care of other people. So it's it's a great form of self care for the therapist to be mm-hmm. a yogi. <laughs> yeah. Um, because then they're able to shed off some of the you know tension that they kind of take on sometimes during those therapies without okay. even without that being their intention. You know, we try to separate, but it's it's hard sometimes. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so you did all that in Arizona. So you grew up, though, in the Quad Cities? I did, yes. Born and raised in Moline. Awesome. And, <laughs> yes. And um, I moved to Arizona when I was 19. Um, I had family friends that lived in Arizona and, you know, went out for spring break after senior year, you know, and... Mm-hmm it just worked out to where I could move that summer and live with uh, one of my best friends. And um, so, yeah, just kind of explored life, which was fun. So I lived out there until I was like 23. So okay. 23, 24. Um, so, yeah, that was good I moved back after that. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Everybody asked me, like, what What brought you back to the Quad Cities? <laughs> you know? And I'm like, well, after living in Phoenix and being in big city for, you know, a while, and I loved it, but I never really envisioned raising a family there because it was so busy mm-hmm. and so big, and that's not how I was raised, you know? Right. Um, priorities are a little different sometimes, and... Um, so my, my plan was to move to Flagstaff, <laughs> Oh, okay. um, just to kind of get, I was missing seasons and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I love Flagstaff in the mountains, but, um, my, uh, husband, now husband, <laughs> so um, the boy, <laughs> it was a boy, always the boys, <laughs> always the boys. <laughs> I know, um, no, my husband James and I went to school together, and at our five-year class reunion, we reconnected, and oh. um, yeah, so there's like a whole other story there, but um, <laughs> but it 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 was you know a really kind of cool experience to start dating and being long distance, and that was before not before, but it was like right you know we were still on dial-up. And we were, we were, everybody internet. didn't have a, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody oh, didn't yeah. have a cell People phone. Instagram so. and Facebook. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, we were, uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, we were, you know, physically writing letters to each other. And oh, that's so, so cute. <laughs> and, you know, we both still have them. So, I'm like, you know, hopefully someday our kids will read it and be like, oh, or they'll be like, you kids are nuts. <laughs> you yeah, know? Exactly. <laughs> probably both. Probably both. Um, but yeah, so I I came back here and we really hadn't planned on staying here, but you know, we we're both from here and um it just worked out and we're so glad we did. I mean, we're diehard marooners and you know, um our kids are all in the Moline School District and so it's fun to know who they're 
some of their teachers are. And, yeah. I don't know. Just, just the, the community yeah. is just amazing, you know. So, oh, that's great. Um, I'm glad Does I your can husband give do them. yoga? <laughs> Everybody asks that. <laughs> I'm sure. He's probably done yoga with me a dozen times in the past. <laughs> we've and so we've been together twenty years. Oh my God, <laughs> it's not even once a year. <laughs> right. Um he and if you asked him that question, he's like I always aspire to do it at some point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Just get on a mat. You're, you know, log right. on to a Zoom, James. You got it. <laughs> well, I ask that because I feel like you, well, maybe others have, but I just noticed it from you that you've kind of started the trend where a lot of genders, all genders go to your classes and all ages go to your classes yeah. too. Like you, you bring yoga into the schools or like you had just mentioned, um, you did a yoga class like with your son and you always post these adorable pictures of you and your um, kids doing yoga together. Um, do you see that as a trend? Because I know that it's not necessarily rare to have a woman as a yoga instructor, but I do think it's rare to have men doing yoga and to have kids doing yoga because people don't think that they necessarily can. They kind of think of it as a, a woman sport or a woman activity. Well, and like that's the um, the interesting thing about how yoga is perceived. I mean, because if you <clears throat> know the history of yoga, I mean, all men practiced yoga and children. <laughs> you know, right. so I mean, it's really you know, it's not just a woman thing to do. You know, I mean, that's more of a Western way of thinking of it, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, I mean, really, it's it came from and was practiced by men for a long, long time. And um, and that teacher-student was one-on-one. So you did get that bonding time with your mm-hmm. teacher and you got to know, really know the practice. So, um, and, I, and I always think, too, about um, when I started doing yoga, how it felt like home to me because of gymnastics. And then mm-hmm. once I started doing more yoga, I'm like, I wish I would have known this when I was training. Uh, you know? Right. How much it would have <clears throat> the, the body awareness, the, you know, just able to center yourself, um, all of it, you know. Mindfulness, so, yeah. The mindfulness, absolutely. And so when I'm teaching kids, I I definitely bring that piece into them because, you know, most little girls are in tumbling or gymnastics or little boys are playing soccer, you know, where they're mm-hmm. active yeah. and, you know, try to let them know that, you know, this is going to be an amazing thing for you to have always, you mm-hmm. know, always, always. And you don't have to, <clears throat> you can do it by yourself. I try to give the kids tools like, a handout of the sun salutation, you know, that Mm -hmm. they can do at home. Um, So I'm trying to give my students the tools that they need to work yoga into their everyday life. And I say that all the time. I'm like, if you were, you know, little butterfly following me around all day, (laughs) you would see that I I do yoga often, you know, Mm -hmm. I do chair yoga every day when I'm mm-hmm. sitting at my desk, you know. So it's like real-life situations that I try to remind people. Um, for instance, with my seniors, balance is a huge thing. Right. You know, as we age, balance 
our balance gets off Mm -hmm. um, and partly because we're not practicing it, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, absolutely. So giving, you know, the seniors in my class reminders of like, hey, when you're standing in line at the grocery store, the grocery cart's right there, shift to one foot, stand up Mm -hmm. nice and tall, (laughs) use it. Like nobody's going to know you're doing it, you know? Right. And they're like, oh, so You're like sneaking in, like, <laughs> yeah, like sneaking in moments like that, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're traveling across the bridge or you're in traffic and you feel frustrated. Breathe. You probably do your yoga breath. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, if, if, if kids or anybody take anything out of yoga, it needs to just be breathing <laughs> and breathing yes. through things, right? Yes, absolutely. And I, I see that a lot with kids. There was one... Um, Gosh, it's been probably 12 years ago, um, maybe 10 years ago. But there was a mom that came to me, and it was in one of the grade schools that I taught at for after school. And the mom came up to me, and she was like, I just have to tell you something that happened last week. Oh, dear. (laughs) And and I was like, I kind of had that reaction, too. (laughs) She was like, so her son was doing his homework and was feeling frustrated and she said all of a sudden I hear him take this big breath and he sets down his pencil and she was like are you okay he goes I need some yoga mom I'll be back (laughs) how old is he he was at that time he was probably in like third grade I'm like he's listening (laughs) that's amazing it's like moments like that to me are like such huge wins. Like, do I love teaching people how to do handstands and all these right. fun poses? I do, but it means more to me when they when things like that come back, when they have learned something on the yoga mat and they've taken it into their life. Mm. You know that they what a great know lesson. that that's going to take care of them. You know, yeah, yeah. so absolutely, yeah, that always well, makes me happy. And I mean, and that brings me perfect, like perfect segue into what you've taught your boys. You have three awesome boys. Um, oh, you're you. an incredible boy mom. You call it the frat house that you live in every day. And it <laughs> yes. is so true from what you post on social media. Um, but I'd like to hear about some of the qualities you've taught them as it relates to yoga and also by being a successful business owner. So, you know, each one of them um, have they've done yoga with me ever since they were in the womb. Right. So it's it's always been in their life. They've always seen me do it. And of course, when they were littler, like Sean's age now, you know, like seven, eight ish and younger, you know, they're right next to me doing yoga. Mm -hmm. My oldest was (laughs) he was referred to as my agent at his grade school (laughs) because when I when I first started teaching at a Rock Island school, he would go with me. He was in kindergarten at the time, and he was like, Mom, why don't you do this at Garfield? I was like, well, it'd be fun, right? He's yeah. like, yeah, it'd be great if you did it at my school. And Here's literally like a couple days a couple days later, I go to pick him up from school, and the principal, Mr. Williams, is standing outside. He goes, well, your agent has already talked to me, and I oh, think it's fine. a great idea. <laughs> so, wow, so that they have, was a long time ago that you teach yeah. in the school. Yeah, so, yeah, he's 16 now. Yeah, right. Wow. Yeah. So they've all piled around with me to teach classes, you know, the kids' stuff and, you know, 
Now, do, and I always say, do do my kids rage out at certain points? Absolutely. Do I have my moments where I lose it? Absolutely. But we also do have the tools when we can remember to breathe, Mm -hmm. um, to get centered. And my littlest, Sean, who's so giggly and so (laughs) silly. So cute. (laughs) He's so funny. Um, But he, he really has taken to the breath of yoga to calm Mm. him down. He could be in a fit crying and I could be like, buddy, breathe. And he'll hide because he knows as soon as he starts looking at me, he'll start breathing and then he'll start smiling. (laughs) (laughs) We had a moment last night. He was throwing a fit. And and this time is so hard for him too. He's used to being around kids his age and playing. And doesn't he do like hip hop classes and stuff? (laughs) Yeah, you know, yeah, so you can't do any of that, that right now. Yeah, so, um, but I, normally if he takes three to five big breaths, breathing in through his nose and nice long breaths out, by the third breath, he's smiling and laughing. And most mm-hmm. kids, I mean, I have kids that have moments with me in class at school. They've had a long day at school. They're, you know, whatever, they're bringing emotion to the table and, you know, they get upset and we take a few deep breaths together and I try to stay connected with them. I'm not just like, just breathe, it'll be fine and walk away from them. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. I feel like that's, that's kind of is the norm. Right. Like, just breathe, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Right, but that's not but what I, connection is about. Yeah. So actually, you know, getting down to their level. So like if I've got a littler one, I'll you know, squat down some eye to eye with them and like hold onto their hands and like, buddy, you got to breathe. Big breath into mm-hmm. your nose. So I'm like exaggerating the breath so that they see it mm-hmm. and they start doing it and they start smiling. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, breath 101. I mean, we got to get back to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. All ages need breath 101 yeah. for sure. Yeah. But, you know, even the lessons of you know, I mean, I can say, listen to your body, that my boys follow that instruction as I have, as I have a kid in a boot right now playing <laughs> mini basketball in the house, <laughs> breaking his foot. But, hey, you know. still, you're still real, realist. <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, just trying to make sure they're moving through their life as kind as they can, um, you know. And trying to be as open with them as possible. And so they've seen me struggle with my business and they've seen me have my ups and downs. And, um, but they're all, they're all here encouraging me to still do it because they know that that's what makes me shine and yeah, brightens yeah, me passion. up, which brightens them up, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, oh, I love that. I yeah. love that they can see that in you. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, when I told them, um, you know, after I got the email from Yoga Alliance, you know, I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, you guys. And they're like, oh, mom, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I mean, got to keep everybody safe. And I guess Mm -hmm. I'm going to figure out some free stuff right now on Facebook Live for my friends. (laughs) (laughs) And I need to front and center. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Let's all Mm -hmm. have a little breathing circle together and go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So I'm hoping that they've seen that, you know, um, you know, girls can be powerful and girls can be strong and, you know, um, 
I've seen them, you know, with their friends. Um, each each of my boys have grown up having a best friend as a girl, you know, mm-hmm. which oh, I love that. Like, that's so cool, and I encourage that because, you know, they've got to learn those, yeah, learn you know. <laughs> yeah, learn from each other. So um, I don't know. I just they're my life and my world and I want the world <laughs> to be better for them, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, so just doing all I can with the tools that I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. Um, if, if there's anybody out there who's interested in doing what you've done, turning your passion into a place, into a business, what advice would you give them? I would tell them that if it lights you up from the inside out, then that's what you need to do, you know. Um, and it and it will be hard, and there'll be times where you feel like you're turning wheels and not going anywhere. But um, making those genuine relationships with the people around you that support you, um, you know, because you can't run a business by yourself. Yeah, you can't grow a business by yourself. You know, the connection you that you yeah. Yeah, that community connection and giving back to the community. And, you know, like I said, during this time, that's all I could think about was the well-being of my students. You know, mm-hmm. I've, <clears throat> I've said to people, that I'm cautious of the virus. I'm more concerned with people's mental health right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> you know? I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. I think people so, who have never been anxious people before are feeling anxious or if they're yeah. extroverts, being inside is not easy. I mean, goodness, I'm anchoring from my basement. <laughs> like, yeah, how's that working normal? out for well, you, my yeah, friend? That's a, that's a different podcast episode, people. <laughs> so we'll see if we can get, get through this one. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I mean, I'm like, sure it's hard that, on you guys. Yeah, I think that it's like life is like, and, and there's always those seasons of life where they, you, you're uncomfortable and yoga can be one of those things or your passion can be one of those things that centers you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, and of course, do your research, you know, especially right now, you know, say if, if we're talking about yoga, I mean, streaming yoga online. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and connecting with your friends. Um, you know, that's a really great place to start is just to create a group, you know, and invite people and offer yourself and your services for a little bit of time and, you know, as, as the and maybe the money grows, will follow. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I, I really feel like what you put out will come back to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm trying to get some good vibes out there for everybody and you know that's great that's great all right now it's time to ask our most important questions on this podcast we ask all of our wonder women to answer okay (laughs) what is a wonder woman to you dana um a wonder woman to me is a woman that is kind is loving is supportive but also very strong. Mm-hmm. So having that strength not be overpowering in certain moments, but have that strength to get things done, you mm-hmm. know? 
um, I feel like, you know, we <clears throat> you see memes and stuff out there of, you know, little girls being bossy and, you know, they're going <laughs> to be good right. leaders, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I giggle when I see that because it's like I partly agree with that, but we don't have to always be bossy either. We can be kind and, you know. Yeah, uh, put out some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, because I know, you know, I've, I've met many, you know, women that are powerful, but not kind, you Mm, know? You're right, yeah. And I I feel like a true Wonder Woman is just beaming kindness and compassion and strength, you know, and brings it all together. Mm -hmm. Um, so that that's what I think a Wonder Woman is. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's perfect. I love that. I love that answer. And finally, mm-hmm. Dana, what's your advice for the next generation of the girl power movement? And you already, I feel like, already have a connection with this next generation because of all you do in our schools and things like that. What's the advice that you're giving them? Um, the advice that I'm giving, you know, any of my younger students, and, you know, we've got a girl power class at the studio. Um, <laughs> of course. That's taught by one of our instructors, Sarah Wenland. She's a mom of a girl and a boy, so she's got that balance. But, um, you know, to the younger generation is to be present. You know, I feel like, and right now we're kind of forced to be on our devices right now, but mm-hmm. I'm noticing the younger generation I want them to look up more. I want them to look around more. I want them to, you know, disconnect from technology sometimes and know what it's like to go for a walk in the park and tune into their senses and ask somebody, you know, how is your day without an emoji attached to it? You know, but that the younger generation of, girl power coming up I think is going to be pretty amazing to watch though um, because of the things that are currently and have been going on um, that they're seeing other women stand up for them you know stand mm-hmm. up for herself but it's also standing up for them you know in the past yeah yeah I mean and I I think for me too right now what I what I'm saying to the girls out there is I'm doing my my best job to raise three boys to put out there <laughs> to treat you right. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you know, I am doing my best job I can to, you know, show them sensitivity and teach them, you know, girls are sensitive. Boys are reactive a little bit, you know. Yeah. Girls need space sometimes, you know. They need kind words, They, need, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, so, I mean, yeah, to, to that next generation of girl power, I'm hoping to raise some boys that are going to back you up and, <laughs> you know, help you turn this world around together. I mean, yeah. Oh, I love that. Not just girls, yeah. boys and girls together doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, and really showing them that working together, like it's not a girl thing, a boy thing. It's a us thing. Mm-hmm. It's a human, you know, human being thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, and I, unfortunately, but fortunately, I mean, this virus 
has kind of put us in that realm, you know, it's, it's touching. There's no guideline really, you know, no one's Um, immune to it. Yeah. So it's like, okay, let's all come together and for the greater good, which I think we are hopefully. (laughs) So too. Well, that's a great way to end it. Dana, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Andy. I appreciate it. Yeah, I thought of you as a Wonder Woman long before I started this podcast. No. I'm so lucky to have your spirit and positivity in my life, especially now. You are well, absolutely incredible. Well, thank you. And you're a beaming light for me, too. I love <laughs> all that you're doing in the community and keeping a positive spin on everything and an honest spin. So. Yeah, trying to. Trying <laughs> to. That, too. <laughs> that I will say namaste to you. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> that does it for this month's episode. Thank you to each and every one of you for your ratings, your comments, and, of course, your suggestions as well. I promise I read every single one of them. You can find more information about all of our Wonder Women on WQAD.com. Just click the podcast tab located at the top of our homepage. Ladies out. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.